0: even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Quote,
3: we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss to review everyone to make sure they are sure before we go out, Shanahan said. So, we asked position coaches to do that, but I didn't cover it in a meeting on the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. So, according to I think it does. Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> they covered this. So, um, somebody, Kyle's like, basically, stop pointing a finger this way, own your uh, whatever it is that your mistake was in terms of not knowing, and let's keep it moving. 401 on the clock, Tony Gwynn Jr. Chris Sello, Matt Scrape, you don't seem too satisfied with that answer.
1: I I was reading these quotes in the break as well. It does seem like he's passing the blame a little bit which is not what a head coach does.
3: That's That's what the players did. They passed it on. They didn't take any players account, are allowed it? to oh oh players what, really? are allowed to. that's a new new concept players are allowed to pass the blame I, I when thought, it's on the coach I thought it's supposed to be point the finger at yourself
1: if it's something on the field where they made a
3: mistake you they mean, blew the you coverage mean on the field where they actually control they're the not things? those guys you don't know every baseball rule. Uh, yeah, you'd be hard-pressed to get me in the game to not know some rules that I'm playing in. What if they just changed the rules? I mean, there's, this is not the
1: first time this has
3: happened. This is the first I, well, time this has I, happened
1: I, on a big, big, I was big in the stage. league
3: when they changed the, the slide-at-home-plate rule. I knew the rule. I'm
4: just saying. This they is- changed this rule two years ago, Scraby. We still and can't figure I, it out. You know, I think, honestly... Everybody can figure it out. What do you mean you can't figure it out?
1: (laughs) No, we still can't figure out what a home plate slide is. We're still doing that. Oh, that rule. No, that (laughs) you're right about that. We don't know that
4: rule. Buster Posey ruined baseball forever.
3: (laughs) I don't think he ruined baseball. I think he made it safer. he, he, He definitely made it safer, but he definitely made it more complicated, for sure it's not his fault that yes. Scott Cousins ran him down it's 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 not his fault that Scott Cousins ran him down but it it was his fault where he was they sitting. played baseball for
4: 90 years before Buster Posey got hurt and i just don't think that they had to change the entire reason, rule for one incident that I was really right don't.
3: around the, we were we were full on outraging about everything at that point though i mean <laughs> if you think about it yeah. that that happened we changed the rule and it was right around the time where you know Every time somebody got into a brawl, it was like, "Oh, these archaic human beings are—they're acting yeah. like Homo Sapiens all over again." You know what I'm saying? It was just <laughs> <laughs> walking around with clubs, <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> they were losing their minds. So it was at—it was at one of those those points of uh, uh, of, yeah, of sports right. when it happened. Um, got some Chris versus the fans coming your way. A chance to qualify for a two night stay at Westgate Las Vegas and two tickets. To Air Supply, with a legacy spanning decades, Air Supply continues to captivate hearts. Now in the forty in their forty fifth anniversary year, the duo continues to play more than one hundred and thirty shows a year worldwide. Join them as they celebrate their music and enduring legacy on May thirty first and June yeah May thirty first and June first uh, of this year at Westgate International Theater at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster. Com. All right, uh, why don't we get to it? Chris versus the fans. Chris, where are you at today? Uh,
4: I believe I'm in Reno, Nevada. Ah, Chris versus the fans? Circus Circus? Uh, Grand Sierra Resort, if you must Ooh, know. Ooh, you better be getting a pedicure or something <laughs> later.
3: <laughs> pedicure. Chris, are you into the Manny pe- Petty? Yeah. Chris, are you into Manny's and Petties? Uh,
4: more the Petty. More the, the Petty. Manny kind of... I don't really love the man either. I like a good petty though. <laughs> good <for> you. <laughs> well you yeah. asked. he didn't know no, no, I'm not no laughing
3: I, at I, you. I'm into I'm it. I, I just into like it. how you said it. You gotta take care of your hands and feet man. Yes you do. It's just All the right. way it goes. All right, let's get to some uh, Talk. Chris Rex versus Ryan the fans. Ryan just tuned in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself.
4: how'd he do
2: Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize.
4: Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans
2: starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
4: All right. The
1: rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question, or you win. If you're a first-time player, player <laughs> let us know before How we get How dare you guys it. keep
4: saying that? I hate that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me. I thought about it as I said it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you're a first-time player, let just let us know before the first question. You get that for free today. Oh, my right.
4: representatives were not happy that I got buzzed early yesterday. They didn't think I had my, a full 10 seconds My representative Would that
1: be Kylie? Yes. <laughs> huh? Your That's dog, right.
4: Kylie. Kylie and uh, Lori. <laughs> yes, my representatives thought I was buzzed too early yesterday. You gave in to the pressure from the uh, listeners. I, you I, know what we're going to have to do? I'm going to have to start paying
3: attention to the clock behind Scraby. For the real 10 seconds. That's what we're going to do now. Yeah, That was I know. like 20 seconds yeah, Cause, yesterday. Because Scraby, you know, does have a moving clock target, if you will. Anywhere from 10 to 15 what? to 20 seconds sometimes. So if if he, he is the stickler that brought the 10-second rule in... I will now be the one that carries it out. That's right. Every time we ask a question. It is
1: great that you're carrying it out and then you're going back to baseball. Well, seasons. I said Dan yeah, Reeves. I won't be able to I do it. Dan Reeves
4: as the buzzer was going. No, was you said close. no.
1: You said Dan Reeves like a second after I hit the buzzer. All
4: right. All right. <laughs> Let's go
1: to the wow, first okay. contestant
3: of the day. Riley, welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday to you.
1: Hey, happy Tuesday, Tony. Here we go. Hi, first Riley. question.
3: In regards to the acronym CBT, what does it stand for?
2: Um gosh.
3: College basketball team. <laughs> College basketball
1: team. That, <laughs> that is incorrect. This quick thinking.
4: <laughs> what what is CBT? Is this this is a sports question how? It's an acronym in sports. It is. CBT, College Basketball Tournament. I
3: don't know. Yeah.
4: College Basketball Tournament,
3: also incorrect. So, Riley, you move on to the next round. Yes, you do. The answer collective bargaining tax.
4: Oh, brother! <laughs> oh, we, we talk about it literally almost every day. Let's move. Oh, yes, we do. I, you know, I. I in fact, next segment we're going to do a whole thing. About. <laughs> let's let's
2: go. Question so number, Question that.
4: number two, Riley.
3: <laughs> Besides QB, which position has won the most Super Bowl MVPs? wide
1: receiver.
3: Great answer. Wow. Correct answer. I, right. thought, the, I thought the answer
1: right. would, given would have been running back. I, I was surprised. No. Not, that's Very not Very good, Riley. Go.
3: Very good. Riley, chance to clean up with a sweep. Which coach is behind Bill Belichick for most Super Bowl wins with four? Tom the Hat Landry. <laughs> Incredible.
1: Right, right, just in case. Ah,
4: why do I not know this? Uh, Chuck Knoll. I just you know it. You know out. it. Sorry. No, I did for the, for the briefest moment.
3: You guys are all good. Jesus
4: Everybody
3: was, was under was 10 searching. seconds. Yep. It worked out well. We'll it move did. to our next contestant, Todd. I've
4: never felt such pressure <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> Come on Dad! <down. laughs> Glad to be here. Todd and Carter here again. Todd oh, and Carter, Todd the and duo. Carter. Back uh-huh. at oh, it again. Dynamic out.
3: duo. Here we go. Question number one. This should be a San Diego staple. Who was the MLB Network host? That alluded to Joe Musgrove's cheating in the wild card game against the Mets. Oh my gosh. Uh
2: Dr Willard.
1: What'd you say? Sorry, say it again.
2: Will it? Dontre
1: Willard? Oh.
3: Don Don-trell. Mm. Dontrell wouldn't speak like that.
1: S- stay there, Chris Might. My- no, Chris knows exactly. Chris him knows is.
3: this. Just doesn't <laughs> want to give the guy any publicity. Brian okay. Kenny, yeah, Brian Kenny, the once uh, sorry, boxing analyst turned baseball extraordinaire. We'll move to <laughs> we'll move to our next baseball, <laughs> baseball boob
4: extraordinaire.
3: <laughs> we'll move to our next contestant, Christian. Welcome to the show. Happy Tuesday. Hey, happy
4: Tuesday, guys. Let's
3: do it. Here we go. All First right.
4: question, hey,
3: Christian, where did Nick Bosa play college football?
4: Oh, uh, I want to say Stanford. Stanford? That is incorrect. Hello? You know, I used to be able to have some fun right now. I could (laughs) tell a little story. (laughs) You know, but now I have to, like, to hey, get out of here. There was no way that was 10 it seconds. It wasn't. It wasn't. Ohio State.
3: The Ohio State Buckeyes is correct. Sorry, Christian. Yeah. Let's go Sorry, to Christian. our next contestant. Peter, welcome to the show. Peter, how are you?
2: Well, batting and cleanup. Hopefully, I can drive everybody in. Yeah. Right, let's go. Hey, Everybody's good go. luck, Peter.
4: Get her done. <laughs> Who caught the
3: game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl?
4: Cole Hartman. Yes, indeed. Very good. Somebody tell him because he's still not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Question number two.
3: Where was the Super Bowl when the lights went out on the 49ers and Ravens?
4: That will be one of my favorite cities in the country, New Orleans. It
3: is a sleeper. It's not even a sleeper. It's just good food, good times in
1: that I've been told that that someone like me should not go to New Orleans.
3: Yeah, you probably. It's full of temptation. I don't see
4: any reason for you to go there. (laughs) Yeah, I think you should stay on home there, Scrape. Okay. We'll move to question number three. There was a conspiracy, by the way, in that Super Sorry, Tony. There was a conspiracy theory in that Super Bowl that the NFL was trying to help the 49ers. Yes, they were. Yes. They were like trying to Like slowing down the Ravens' it momentum. It did help them. It did help
1: And by the way, Not Jim enough. Harbaugh recently admitted... He regrets the fades to the back of the end zone. They said he was asked, "What is your biggest regret about the last Super Bowl?" He said, "Not giving it to Frank Gore." More on that last drive. Oh,
3: you know him yeah. and uh, finally him and Pete Carroll have that in common. I'm sure <laughs> they should have given it to the should've running. Should have given it to the running back. All right, All right here sorry. we go. It might
4: make you feel better, but it doesn't change anything. No, it yeah, doesn't. It doesn't.
3: Uh, what is the name of the arena Kentucky plays basketball in?
4: Well, for the clean sweep, I'm going to say the world-famous Rupp Arena. Wow!
3: wow! Nice, job! nice job, Peter. Peter! Good, work. good work. All with confidence. Stay right there. got to appreciate it. Hang on the line, Peter. Hey, I feel
1: really good for Peter because he plays this game a lot, and he, he always does. tweets us after he, he ends up losing. But He typically a loses the third question, he does. too. He got through it today. I'm so excited for that.
4: Good for Peter. Uh, good job, Peter. Very good cleanup hitting. Today. Yeah, he
3: did. He drove him. in those runs. Yeah. Something uh, the pods are hoping to do a little bit more of this year, right? Yeah. All right, let's get to break. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get to break. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Let's get to break. When we come back, I told you guys, often Chris and I get excited. We break down the NFL schedule. We'll break down the NBA schedule. We don't do that for baseball very much, but we'll get into some of the scheduling. As you know, it changed a lot from 2022 to 2023. We'll see what the MLB liked and didn't like when we return.
0: We're going to create some traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
3: 420 on the clock. No pun intended. 421, let's just say that, okay? <laughs> Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello.
4: Out well, if you get it wrong, Scraby will throw a buzzer at you in a hurry. <laughs> he will. Now, I mean, he's getting he's getting a little buzzer happy now with the new 10-second rule. I got to be honest. He's
3: with definitely you. enjoying himself. He's definitely enjoying himself, ready to hit the buzzer. Does a he lot sit faster there
4: like? Do you sit there with your hand hovered over the buzzer?
3: He does. Down the second. I, I do, and I actually
1: yeah. on my other hand, I've been doing this. I count it like basketball. Like, he was one, doing the referee two, count, the uh, backcourt three, count. Three. Yes,
3: <laughs> I totally was. I so he, was. he's he's definitely having fun with now. What I'm having fun Who do you think with? You are Bill Vinovich. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm having a little fun with was kind of reminiscing on last week. Uh, today I happened to bring in my bowl of noodles, <laughs> and the reason why the reminiscing part came in because this is what got the whole tie ten game started. As it I did. was in here, basically doing yeah. as I am today, which is having some noodles, sweating. Because the noodles were pretty, pretty spicy. Yeah. And Scraby just kind of looked at me and rolled his eyes. He didn't even want to <laughs> even engage with me with my noodles today after <laughs> what he
4: successfully went through last week, Chris. Well, he did a hell of a job last week. There's no question. But you and I had a conversation on the way down to the car after the show. Oh that night. my goodness! We did. You guys were we talking about me and behind my back. Well, yeah, it was kind of a yeah, little bit. A little bit. It wasn't. It wasn't really talking about you. What I was. I was actually being critical of myself. I feel like I just went with the first restaurant and you know <laughs> ordered their ten. And I told Tony, I said I should have typed in hottest Thai food in town, and. Really tested you a little bit more than you were tested. See, so I was a, I was a little bit upset with myself because I feel like you 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 certainly passed the challenge. You will forever have passed the challenge, but it's kind of an opportunity wasted. I feel like I could have found some hotter food for you. Yeah,
3: and, and you know this plays into some of the comments that he had that day in terms of what he was. Actually I know putting people in his didn't body. believe
4: it, and I you know. I don't know. Maybe he. Pa- it's almost like you passed the challenge a little too easily.
1: <laughs> You've you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. I
3: didn't think you'd kidding. like
4: this. I'm just telling you what happened. We, we were just. We we weren't going to share it with you. We kind of just kind of put
3: it away. But we definitely had this conversation going down. I I I, I feel betrayed. I'm sorry, Scott. I feel like we oh. felt we felt we felt wrong for keeping it from you. So we thought, what better place to bring it up than you know the 420 segment on on Tuesday. Yes, because that's only when you eat during the show, is the four twenty segment. But I would say that I got a
1: lot of heat. I took a lot of heat from people out there, and I'm like, "What do you want me to do? Do you want me to stick fire in
4: my mouth and dance around?" Yes, yeah. I think
3: that's what they want. This wasn't on Scrappy. We, we, as Chris said, we just we took the the no, first. No, this
4: was my yeah. This was my mess up. I,
3: no, I, you know, I can't look, even I... I can't even blame this on you, Chris. He you, went in and he you, got it ten times. You literally called ahead. And asked a bunch of, yeah. I was in here when you asked a bunch of questions. Questions that I'm sure made the conversation pretty awkward. But you asked yeah. them anyway.
4: You proceeded to follow up and, and pick up the food. And to Scraby's credit, he got through the, 10, the Thai tin. Yeah, he got through it. But I only typed in Thai restaurants. And I should have typed in hottest, hottest yeah. food Thai restaurants. Baby. well, sorry. <laughs> I, Man, was like, I was smoking. like, <laughs> my, that's my not me today. My singing over here. My Um, laptop, so that's usually you. Yeah, that's definitely usually Uh, Oh,
1: you know what? Actually, one more thing about this tie thing. I didn't realize this, but I guess the video made it to... This is from Adam on the chat. The video... (laughs) <laughs> the video made Sorry, it. Sorry, It went viral. This is according ridiculous. To,
4: okay, I'm going to. Let's just I uh, muted. I muted. Okay. It took me 10 minutes to find the, the button. The, barf- I told I you it. the Chris Ello Chronicles of, yes, <laughs> of technology.
1: Uh, yeah. So I guess Annie and Elston were talking about how the video went viral. I'm just reading the message. And a couple San Diego foodie groups questioned it.
3: I am not a professional eater. Yeah, listen, listen, we we didn't we didn't all we did was tell you what we were told, which is that it was a tie mm-hmm. ten. We didn't it try was, to shortcut this. You
4: guys saw it on the receipt, Tony. Yes, Brady. we did They saw your number and
3: all, yeah, and, and all that. Yeah, I sent out your phone number yeah. with the <laughs> tie ten. They saw,
4: they saw a little bit too much. <laughs> but yeah, I mean we did we did what we said we were gonna do, and that was buy him a tie ten, and we did, and he ate it. So I think the criticism is is truly is unwarranted. Thank it is. You. It All right. really Thank you. truly is. My goodness.
3: Let's get in um to this schedule. And for those who may have forgotten, uh Major League Baseball in 2023 had a completely new schedule. Um from 2022 in which every team played about 19 to 20 teams on the schedule. Um, that right. went. That was in 2022. In 2023, that went to 29 teams. So you played everybody. Interleague played ga- interleague games went up by about 26, 25 or 26 games. Excuse me, 26 or 27 games. 19 or 20 right. went up to 46 interleague games in the division, which was the big big change. Um, in the old schedule, you played your division. Uh, seven. There were seventy-six games in that. Um, new schedule was down to fifty-two. The only slight change was the rest of the the, the schedule was sixty-four or sixty-six. It changed to 60, 64. So the big change came in interleague play and in divisional games. Right, more uh,
4: interleague, less divisional play. That's do you think right. That the do you think it was a success, Tony, having gone through it and traveled and done the whole thing?
3: The travel sucked, at least from the Padres' perspective. <laughs> but I think it all in all is a success. And this article in The Athletic kind of highlights what we learned from last year. The first thing they highlight, it was an attendance bonanza. Uh, there were 11 weekends yeah. last season in which f- from which the Friday to Sunday attendance across the sport topped 1.5 million. Nine of those weekends came in a span of 11 weeks, June 9th through August 20th, which is right smack dab in the middle of summer. There had there had yeah. been only five weekends with attendance that high in the previous four full seasons combined. So yeah. big attendance, boom. We saw that across the board. I think there were only two teams that didn't improve um, their attendance last year, Chris.
4: Yeah. No, I and look, and you know I know there's going to be some other things in this article. Yeah. But honestly, Tony, that's the one that matters right there, right? It is. I mean, if – if attendance goes up, that's more money in the owner's pockets, so this is not going anywhere anytime soon. The second thing, which is probably the thing
3: that the the, the the heavy baseball fan pays attention to, and this was a thought going in, but it became official that this schedule was actually more fair. What do I mean by that? Here you go. There were six wildcard teams that lived to see October. You know how many of them came from the two central divisions? None? Zero. The two worst divisions in baseball last year, right? But under the old schedule format, baseball was actually penalizing teams stuck in good divisions with harder schedules. I'll give you a couple examples. In 2022, the Blue Jays had to play 94 games against teams that were 500 or better. The Guardians had to play only 68. The Mariners, who also reached the playoffs that year, um, had to only play 71. Um, yeah. And that was Toronto as well. All those teams, uh, excuse me, Toronto played 94, but Toronto ended up not making the playoffs. Mariners, Gardeners, Gardner, Guardians, excuse me, did. I'll give you another example. In four of the past five full seasons, either the AL Central or the NL Central has jammed, this is the article's cool writing, by the way, has jammed 200 lost, one hundred lost teams in the same division. Under the old unbalanced format, that meant the good teams in the division got to play nearly 25% of their schedule against the Haas division doormats. Under the new yeah. format, that drops down to 16%. Uh, it's not perfect, right. as we know. We've already highlighted some of the playoff format parts that aren't, aren't perfect, but it certainly across the board has seemed a lot fair to the teams that you know, playing tougher divisions like a like an NL West or an AL East.
4: Yeah, it works both ways, right? I yeah. mean, the, the, the Twins got to play a lot of games against lousy teams. But at the same time, the Padres and teams like that were playing a lot. Remember the year that the Dodgers and Giants both won 100? Yep, one had to go the home. The Padres had to play those two teams like 50 times. I mean, that's inherently unfair compared to somebody in the Central Division that wasn't playing any 100-win teams. Yeah. So, I think it is. It's much more fair this way. I, I still don't have a big problem with the playoffs. You and I have, you know, documented it. The Astros never seem to have a problem advancing, and you know now the Dodgers and Braves just have to figure out a way to advance. And frankly, I don't care if they ever figure it out. I mean, it, you know, a lot of people said the Diamondbacks,
3: um, you know, may have benefited. but they also played in a in a league that had the hundred. 100- plus-win Dodgers in it, Um, and and so they had to face them as much as they had to face anybody, right? Because they're still in the division, not as
4: much division, but certainly uh, you got a chance to see. Well, look, the only way you're ever going to get it 100% fair to people out there who who demand that it be fair is for every team to play every other team the exact same number of games, and they're never going to quite be able to do that. So 162 games, if you can't get it done, you don't deserve it. And if you get it done, you certainly have earned it. Yeah. The way I
3: look at it. As we said, it's not perfect, but it certainly seems like from an intended standpoint, from a fairness standpoint, that uh Major League Baseball took a huge step in the in the right direction. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, the big five Scraby is all over it. Did Taylor Swift did the Taylor uh, swift effect affect I'm sorry? Did the Taylor Swift effect actually make a difference? There you go. (laughs) More Gwyn and Chris on the other side.
1: Back in the Odyssey Palace on 97.3 The Fan. This is Gwyn and Chris. Tony is just finishing patting his head dry from the sweat of the, the spices that he was just eating in his noodles. Chris is in Reno, Nevada, not at Circus Circus. He's about to call some Aztec women's basketball. Do they have Circus Circus in Reno? Yes, the reason I keep saying that is because when I went to Tahoe like two years ago, we took my nieces to Circus Circus
3: because when I was a kid, Circus Circus was amazing. Yeah, buddy, it's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah, I, I had that uh, realization. Taking my kids to Circus Circus. It's, they it need a it, little update. It, it, it is a little <laughs> update. I think the the seat was the exact seat I sat in at one point. Yeah, probably. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I love those, though. It's, it's you know, you, you you especially as a parent, you think back to some of the like, fun times you had. I had some great times at Circus Circus. And when we went, and this was a, a couple years back, in my mind, that's how it was going to play out. My my kids looked at Circus Circus, like, "What are you getting us into right now?" So <laughs> I can imagine why they thought that after they I saw the place. I can now too. So I mean, it's, it's sad.
1: It's like it was kind of sad to me because my it nieces were like, sad. "Can we just go?" I'm like, like "What do you mean?" It's like, Red Circus some... Circus. Yeah,
4: let's go play some black jackets, fifty cents a hand. No, no,
1: <laughs> we're talking about the arcade games and the, it's the carnival 50 games. Cents a hand. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the fifty cent tables. You know, you can get yeah, in some danger on those tables. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, let's get some traffic and then the big five.
4: After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network.
2: Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save
4: on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America.
2: Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Left fifteen days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported ninety plus days with device and eligible carrier. And timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy. The tough label. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. To navigate the process to
4: sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.
1: Did you know that you can listen to 97.3 The Fan with your smart speaker? You can. Ask your device to play 97.3 The Fan to give it a shot. Whenever I leave the house, I put it on for Lucky and, and gang so they can hear the show. Isn't that nice of me?
3: That it is. That's really yeah. nice of you.
1: Uh, in the chat, someone said I needed a Lucky hug. And by the way, I tried to get a Lucky hug on Sunday after the game. And Lucky wanted none of his blubbering idiot of a dad, which would be me. Can so. you blame him? Uh, no, I can't. It was hard, though. I was like, Lucky, I just want to hold you. And he was like, no, bro,
3: and walked away. He was like, I need you to be an alpha right now. <laughs> yes. One of us has to be the alpha.
1: I thought you said something <laughs> else. <laughs> I thought you yes. said something else, and then I agreed with it, and I was like, wait, wait,
3: wait. I was wondering why you went along with that so easy. I
1: mean, Lucky kind of is the alpha. Let's be real. That's
2: fine. Awesome. Number
1: five so we played some clips today we'll play some more clips here in the five o'clock hour and I will on the scraby show but Manny Machado and Co talked to the media today and he was asked about the departure of juan Soto because I don't know that we've actually got some like hardcore manny comments on juan Soto's departure so here is what he said to the media today take it from our own Sammy Loves account you
2: no know, we brought in King obviously no no one could replace Soto I mean he's he's Top player in, in the game. He's, he's irreplaceable. I'm not saying that, but um, you know we believe in the guys that we have. You know we, we believe in Darvish. We believe in Joe. We believe in King coming in. Burrito Vasquez. You know the guys that are coming in are, are, are a big part of our team. Even the guys that we signed. Um, you know internationally. So um, you know we believe in the group that we have. I Think we have a great team to go out there and compete every single day. Um, obviously, it's a completely different team than we did last year, um, but. You know, I think uh, you know we have the right group of guys out there to go out there and compete every single day. You know, we got a new manager coming in that, that that's been it's been great so far, and and um, you know steering steering the boat the right way, and you know we're we're, we're excited about it.
1: So I want to bring up what Talking Baseball put up on um, X. They put, you, did you hear the beginning where you said he's irreplaceable? He's the top player in the game. So they put up a post on X, but they only put that little. Blurb. He's irreplaceable? Um, he's the top player in the game. He's irreplaceable instead of like the actual context of everything because now people are like, well, uh, 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 you know. Wait, no, no. What is that?
0: Uh, what does that mean?
1: <laughs> bro is just yapping. <laughs> hey, Manny, he request a trade to the Yankees. Uh, p- I'm not really just, getting just the it right It sounds ones. like normal X conversation. Yes, it does sound like normal X conversation.
4: But I my question for you. do go on X anymore, Scrabe. I do during the week. I told you. <laughs> during you the claim, week. You <laughs> claim that you don't go on there anymore, yet you can you can regurgitate all of the uh, posts. I'm very grateful basis. for all of the
1: posts that I'm sent on a daily basis because then I don't have to go wade through the toxic waters that is X. But here's my question, Tony. Toxic.
3: Is Juan Soto irreplaceable? Uh, I mean, yeah. You're not going to replace that production. But it's uh, not necessarily a bad thing that he's irreplaceable. You asked me if he was irreplaceable. Yes. Are you so that means you're replacing him with what he had. I think he's irreplaceable. However, that doesn't mean that him being irreplaceable means the Padres can't be a good team. A better team, perhaps. Uh and that's why it's it's a it's a team sport. It's an individual sport that is in a team structure. And individuals need to do good in order for the team to play well. And so I I think what you lose in a ton of production from Juan Soto in that trade, you may end up getting in that rotation that you certainly need it. You may end up getting it in the bullpen where you certainly need it. So there certainly has been more ways to do it than one. And uh, the Padres showed that. Uh, really, in 2022, they didn't have the most prolific offense. They did it with, with pitching and defense and timely hitting, which they didn't have any of last yeah, year. none. So I, I do think his numbers are, are going to be irreplaceable this season for sure. But that does not mean that this team can't then be better than they were last
4: year. Chris, is Juan Soto irreplaceable? Uh, he's not. Uh, on the on the, a- answering the question directly, he's certainly not because he's you know one of the very few guys in the league that can do you know all of the things that he does. But you know I thought it was an interesting point that uh, I-, I think it was Matt Snyder made when we had him on and we were talking about the Dodgers and we we're talking about how Shohei Otani's coming in and everybody just assumes that that is going to add. 50 home runs and 150 RBIs to the Dodgers lineup. And that's just not true because Shohei Otani is going to be replacing J.D. Martinez, who himself had 30 home runs and 100 RBIs last year. Um, so that's a back, it's a roundabout way of saying that a lot of what Juan Soto did can be replaced by people that are in his spot. So you're not going to get the same production, but you're going to get some of that production. I mean, Juan Soto's not going to be replaced by zero. So that's why what Tony says is accurate. This team can be just as good, if not better. They just have to collectively make up for Juan Soto, and that can be done.
1: All right. Good answers, guys. We got some of that sentiment shared on the chat. Number four. If you are watching on YouTube right now, I am working on why the internet is not working on the computer. So that's why the audio is bad. You can go watch us, though, at 97.3 The Fan on YouTube. All right. We didn't talk about this aspect of the Super Bowl. Well, actually, we kind of just did. But the Chiefs said they were going to go for two if San Francisco had scored a touchdown in overtime. We've seen going for two in games before that... um, We've seen going for two in games, but they weren't to decide a championship. So, Chris, do you think going for two would have been the right decision for
4: the Chiefs? Uh, you know, if they would have done it on Sunday, I would have, you know, in that situation, had that come up, I would have I just gone crazy. I would have <laughs> been like, really? You're going to roll the dice and put the Super Bowl championship on one play? However, thinking it through, it was absolutely the right thing to to do. And the reason for that is because if they kick the extra point, then the 49ers would have got a free possession to try and go win the game because it would have been their ball next. So, you know, if you put everything together and analytically break it down, going for two is the right play. And I believe that that's what every team will do in the future. And that's why I said earlier I think from now on every team in the same situation under these rules will choose to take the ball second.
3: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh what do you think Tony? I think minus the calculation of going for 2, I think that's exactly what Kyle Shanahan was thinking. He wasn't thinking that anybody was going to go for 2 cuz I don't know that it's ever been done in in ever I can't think in, of I it, can't yeah. th- in Super Bowl history to so, decide something like that. No. I, so, I I. That's why I don't fault him for having it planned out. We're going to get the ball, third possession. We're going to win it on that possession, because it's it's hard to. And listen, the Chiefs won it without having to do any of this, so they could very well just be saying they could say whatever they want at this point. I know
1: that's the that's the worst part. <laughs> they could they could
3: say whatever they want. They could make up all kinds of things, uh, but the fact of the matter is, I agree with Chris. If they would have decided to go to, I I would have. I think the collective world stood, would stand up because that would be we one all, of the craziest all, things. We all would have, and we all would have had an expletive as we stood up like... What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
4: Oh, Tony, I can tell you that one time way back, and I'm, here we go back in my time machine. Hit it, but, hit uh, it. Hit it. It's been a while since I It has that.
3: been a while. In 1983,
4: the National Championship football college game The Nebraska Cornhuskers scored in the final seconds, and an extra point would have tied the game, and they would have won the AP vote to be national champions. But their coach, Tom Osborne, went for two in the win, and they did not get it, and Miami won the national championship. That's right. I remember that. So that was one play right there at the whole national championship. So it has in a sense happened before, but I just say it's just something I recall. You know know it's
3: funny? It's hard to imagine a team like that Nebraska team that pretty much ran a triple option, not a a whole lot of options in in that particular, whereas a Chiefs team, them saying they're going for two isn't all that surprising because of all of the kind of wrinkles they have to their offense. Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: I, yeah, yeah. I could have come up with any number of plays. So. Yeah. That's what
3: I'm
1: saying. To make myself feel better at night, I'm just saying they're going to get the two. Yeah, anyway. anyway. <laughs> so we would have lost anyway. Yeah, we would have lost anyway. All right. Wait. I, yes, did I get to vote of you? Yes. Okay. Sorry about yes. that. Sorry about that, guy. Number three. The longest Super Bowl game in history also will go down as the most watched program in um, television history. According to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics, the Kansas City Chiefs 25-22 victory over the 49ers averaged 123.7 million viewers across television and streaming platforms. That shattered last year's mark of 115.1 million for Kansas City's last play victory over the eagles so that was a 7% increase tony is this as simple as the taylor swift
3: effect it's hard to argue against it there scrabe i mean listen this this matchup was it's one of those rare instances you get the exact matchup that you that i think everybody is probably hoping for that's one element of the equation but I mean, can you come up with any other reason why more people decided to watch this Super Bowl? I can't. I've I've really tried to come up with some other reasons.
1: Maybe maybe because uh, the the hype that it was in Vegas. Okay, Vegas could be another little. But it doesn't. It doesn't how really, many? How
3: many more uh, than like the previous eight, year? Eight million or something. That's a lot. That's a lot. How many uh, followers does Taylor Swift have on Instagram? Do you know? I don't know. I got my my account open. I'm just going to type her name in here. Oh, you follow her, so it should be easy to find (laughs) I don't follow her, but either way. She's got 281 million followers. Oh, my goodness. So I'm just saying. Oh, my goodness. Eight is nothing but like a little scratch of the surface. Oh, my. That is insane. So I'm going to go on a limb and say that had a little bit to do with it a lot
1: of it to do with it i i don't even know what to say about that that's like two hundred eighty-one million. i honestly didn't
3: expect to see 281 million i didn't even know
1: that was allowed on a platform <laughs> like that um chris is this viewership as simple as the taylor swift effect
4: does two hundred eighty-one million mean that every person on Earth follows her on Instagram? <laughs> well, no, I think we have like six billion or something. <laughs>
1: but I think in our in the United States, what we have like a population of three hundred million. Let me see.
3: That's amazing. She's just short of that. That's, yeah. We have
1: a th- while we're looking it up three hundred thirty-three with... million. So she is fifty million away from having every person in America follow her. That's, that's insane. That's
0: yeah. nuts.
4: Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Well, she's never going to get all of us because I'll never follow her. um, I'm going to give her credit for adding a lot more viewers that probably would have never watched the game. For
3: the record, just going to show everybody.
4: Oh, you
1: didn't? You don't follow her? (laughs) Oh. There it is. You can see the blue follow there button it is still there. But you might as well click it because a person as, in America... I might as well, right? Um, Maria on the chat says, definitely the halftime show, I think. Well, Halftime show was lit. Usher got, like, I think they averaged $129 million during the halftime show. Or $12 million. Million viewers during the halftime show alone. So craziness. Craziness! Number I tell two. you. Yeah. The attorney for former Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald is seeking a December trial date for his wrongful termination suit against Northwestern. Uh, he wants to avoid trying to sit out a third season before coaching again, and the judge proposed a date of April 2025. So during a vir- virtual court hearing today, attorney Dan Webb said Fitzgerald, who was fired July 10th, it, um, would not be rehired re- until his case is resolved. So he can't coach again. Tony. Yes. If he drops the suit, does that admit guilt?
3: Uh, I don't think it admits guilt. If he drops the suit and he's suing the, uh, the Northwestern yeah, for, for ter- wrong, wrongful termination. termination, yes. Wrongdoing in terms of what?
2: Um, what he was
3: accused of Yeah, not the reason that he was terminated. To? I don't know that it, it it's it I don't think that it literally, you know, says that he's uh, is admitting guilty, guilt. Yes, but certainly in the public eye, that there will be a lot of people who feel like he is admitting guilt. Yeah, Chris, what do you think?
4: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with Tony. I mean, there's a lot of people who actually plead guilty even when they're not guilty. That's right. Just to get a lighter sentence. So it doesn't always Even if you plead guilty, it doesn't even admit that you're guilty. Um, But I think in the court of public opinion, he's always going to be at least guilty of not knowing what was going on, which is, in a lot of people's minds, a, a bad, bad way of handling that whole situation. All right. Do you guys want to hear about City Connect on
1: the other side? That's Absolutely. our final one. I know you guys love the carryover. carryover. Not a fan of the carryover, but we will talk about what final nine teams are going to have their City Connect jerseys come out. We'll also hear some audio from spring training. Uh, it could be Mike Shill. He made a joke. Did you hear about this joke, Tony? Well, we'll actually play the joke for you a little bit later okay, from Mike? on the show from Mike Shill. Okay. yes. that's on ninety seven through the fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.